Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Kaz. Hey, this is Mike, and you're listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. This is episode 21. 21. And, uh, we're here to to talk about the watch things with everyone. <laughs> Michael, I, I, I have a question. What 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 is a watch? <laughs> they're, they're these things that we obsess over for some reason, and uh, I feel tortured inside. Tumors? And, uh, Are they tumors? They sound like tumors. Almost, yeah. They, they, they start they start on your wrists and uh, crawl all the way into <laughs> they your... Progress to your... They start on your wrists and they progress to your wallet. <laughs> to, to, your, your, to, your, to your wallet region. To your wretched heart. You know what's uh, funny? I, I just started a new job and um, it's quite meaningless. Everything in my life is meaningless now. But every morning we have to get on like these like these video conferences and do these like daily scrums, which is like us like doing like a touching base and like what's talking about... What's a scrum? It's just, it's it's a stupid agile term. It's this thing where you, it's basically a meeting. Everyone meets at one time in the day and they touch base and they talk about what they're going to do in the day instead of fucking actually, you know, doing things they're supposed to do. I waste so much of my goddamn time on these things. But the point is we get on those things and I'm so conditioned to be like on in the middle of like an intro like this, like where it's my turn to go. I'll be like, hey, everyone, this is Kaz. Ticket number two seven three wasn't able to be updated. Like you know what I mean? Like I'll do I'll do I'll, I'll do our intro and then I'll just crumble and die on the inside. <laughs> so is it just like like you get tickets that come in through like a? It's a portion of it. Okay. You know I get these tickets and then um you know basically I have to reach out to a bunch of people and make sure they're doing all the stuff they're supposed to be doing for the tickets. But um I I I want to tell the story because I need to tell everyone. I need to tell everyone except people I work with this story, okay? Okay. People I work with cannot know the story. So if you know, if you work with me, don't listen to this. All right. <laughs> but if they work with you, that means, and they and they listen to this, they might be a, a watch person that, and you can make a watch friend at work, right? Dude, no one, no one wears watches except <laughs> fucking Apple watches. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's, so my, that's how it was at the last company I worked for. It was, just, it was really weird. You'd think if I worked at Raketa, I would see more wristwatches around. Can I work at Raketa? I thought that was like a one-man show. No, they're a factory. They got, they got, they have, it was well, one person, one businessman owns it now, but the factory is still there. They're making their own movements and they're still trying to do stuff. They're trying to like enter the mid-range luxury market in like the $300 to $800 price range area. Ooh, okay. Yeah, interesting. So, 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 okay. So my first, my first week, um, you know, I had to do a whole bunch of one-on-one meetings with these people at this new job just to get like, you know, face-to-face time and know who everyone is. And like one of my meetings was with like the director of my department and, um, it was really weird. So the guy, the guy is not much older than I am, but I think he felt like his title gave him 30 years on me. You know what I mean? Sure. Like he talks, he, he talks to me as if like he'd been through like, like Vietnam like he had like years of experience behind him. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're like, you're like five years older than I am. 
<laughs> but he's talking and and he's he's talking like he's talking you know, like he like he's mentoring me. he's like it's like oh you know it's really important that you know people who come here and that you know i'm able to share my experience with them and make sure everyone that leaves is better than when they showed up and everything like that and i just want to make sure that you feel supported and that you feel like you always have people behind you and like michael this is where it got weird hmm. okay i'm trying to, i'm trying to figure out what happened i think he had two thoughts at the same time okay so he's on a roll he's very animated he has two thoughts at the same time and they came out of his mouth okay and so he's saying he's like yeah i want to make sure you support it i want to make sure you're better when you leave here and that you have everything you need <laughs> basically what i'm trying to say is i want to put my seed in you <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, that's great and i know i know what he was trying to say <laughs> <laughs> Hey, watch fam. Do you want to put your seed in Kaz? Do <laughs> watch fam. Please do not put your seeds in me. This ground has been tilled. It is salted. It will grow no more. All right. <laughs> well, that sounds that sounds like a nice like a nice uh, kind of boss. I guess <laughs> the thing is, he paused. He paused for like like a hair. It was a hair of a rhetorical pause, which meant he registered what happened. And so we had two choices. He could either acknowledge what he just said, or he could power through it. And power luckily, through, he chose he? to just power through it. Yeah, you know I mean? he just and that was, <laughs> and it's now it's now our secret. It's our <laughs> secret that he wants to put his seed in me. That's kind of like when you're when you're trying to say bye on the phone, and <laughs> and you don't know if you're gonna say bye man or or bye dude, and you end up saying bye dad to the guy <laughs> oh my god that's so cerebral i've never had that happen to me has it happened to you yeah yeah <laughs> but anyways I've never, I've never said bye dad to a friend, to a friend over the phone oh no but yeah so I, I i what i'm thinking was he was trying to say he wanted to plant a seed of knowledge in me right but he, he just told me he wanted to put his seed in me. Is he is he an Apple Watch wearer? No, he's actually wearing a giant white G-Shock. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it was the only only uh, only watch that in the building I appreciated. Everyone else is um, wearing Apple watches, or they're wearing like um, I don't like the term fashion brand, but they're wearing like like a watch you'd buy in like a Brooks Brothers or like a Michael Kors kind of thing. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So. Yeah, man. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> Guy just wants to put a seed in me, dude. <laughs> well, uh, we got some, um, we got a couple shout-outs, and um, yes, I think I think a good good place to start is the guy that photoshopped a tub of lube into the <laughs> Orient logo, <laughs> uh, Matt. So. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening, Matt. And, uh, and what's, his, uh, what's his Instagram tag? His, his handle. His handle is ms. It's m s t e w g t. So like m stew g t. I guess. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hey, thanks for listening. Yeah. And that that logo is pretty pretty great. I might make it my phone background. 
<laughs> I'm just sitting here minding my own business, and then Michael texts me. He's like, "Dude, check the email." And I go, and it's it's Matt's email. And the first thing I see is just a a, a tub of lube with the Orient logo photoshopped. <laughs> I, just, I just lose my shit. <laughs> yeah, I I think we were trying to make sense of the Orient logo one episode, and um, he he just he wanted to clarify. Um, and and show us what the logo is really about. So thank you. Thank you. Speaking also of clarifications, I'm going to use that to segue into our next shout out. Is that cool? <laughs> the the word clarification? No, no, no. no. I'm going to use uh, 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 not not clarification. I can't think of the word. Damn it! I was basically to use that as a segue. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> to the next shout out is that is that cool do you have any more you want to say to matt Thank, thanks for listening man really appreciate you writing in and photoshopping orion logos on on, on tubs of lube means a lot yeah no next shout out <laughs> <laughs> okay the next shout out is to uh i wrote it down cks time cks time uh sent us an email i guess answering a question we had asked on a previous episode that i i do not remember michael i don't know if it's ever if i ever made it clear to you but i have no recollection of what we talk about on the show. Like yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say things and I'll people will be like, Oh, it's funny you said that. I'm like, dude, did I say that? That's awful. Like, Ooh, that's <laughs> terrible. Who, who says that? Um, so, uh, CKS time wrote into us. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit, uh, what he got here. Uh, do in a recent episode of the podcast, you posed the question, what are mineral crystals made of? I, I guess we said that. I don't remember. Um, right. Do, do, do. I just wanted to tell you that I'm pretty sure they're made of dildos. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. It's actually just a, it's a I, I'm not sure how they grind, crush, or refine them, but as you might imagine, they get pretty hard. So they're great composite material for protecting the watch. I think Michael and I want to make it very apparent that these shout outs were specific because we have the best listeners ever. <laughs> I think I really think we. How many other shows would people feel comfortable enough <laughs> to send us emails like this? We also get we also get serious answers too. Sometimes we but, get no, yeah, we we yeah, no, we get very serious emails a lot, a lot. But it's, it, these ones always kind of kind of make me laugh. Yeah, that those those were two very unexpected uh, emails and. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So thanks for listening, guys. CKS time. Um, his channel is super cool. Check it out. He's got a lot of really cool Seikos on here. I was looking at it just before uh, we jumped on the show. Let me pull it up again here. Do, 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 do. That's funny. He's right here, and he's got a he's got a squalor. He's got he's actually he's he's got, he's got a couple of these squalors. Squalor. Uh, yeah, got a lot of Seikos. Got these squalor pieces. Super super cool. Oh, he's got the sweet Marine Master. Damn it. Dude, everyone has a Grand Seiko, and everyone has a Marine Master, but me. Yeah, those those are pretty pretty fun watches. Those Marine <laughs> Masters. I only tried one on once for like a minute, and I was just in love. Was that in the uh, New York boutique? Yeah, New York boutique. I got to play around with a lot of watches there. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, so big shout out to CKS time, and oh god damn, I can't remember this uh, M. What the fuck, dude? What, dude? Dude, what? What is your name, dude? M S T W E G T M Stooge. Good. M Stooge. We'll we'll tag you. We'll tag yeah, you we'll later, tag you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. We'll tag you. And please tell us how to say your name, because we we have no fucking idea how to say your name. <laughs> oh, this guy's got some. This guy's got some Seiko actions. You going on? Why? 
Yeah, every everybody Seiko is strong on Instagram, we've noticed. Oh yeah. Uh Seiko <laughs> is very, very strong. We we are going to talk about Seiko in this episode, but first, uh, so something very, very specific and topical to Seiko in this episode, dealing with Basel World. But first, it's important that we do a wrist check. Yeah. Shall uh, shall I go first? Yeah, go nuts, man. Yeah, so I'm wearing the Seiko SKX 175. I messed up really bad last time. I was wearing this watch uh, when I was trying to say the word Seiko because I forgot the word Seiko. Um, and you can listen back a couple episodes if you want to hear that that kind of brain fart. But Did yeah. you really? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> it's in there. It's it's embarrassing, but uh, but we like to have a good time. So uh, I, I like how you miss saying a word is embarrassing, but people literally sending us pictures of lube is not embarrassing. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's um I mean, what more can be said about the uh the 7S26 uh divers, you know, it's just really superlative watches overall. Um and kind of so the other day this week, um I just I opened the watch box and I saw it and I was like, you know, I don't really wear this watch often and I don't know why. Uh, especially since I like the bracelet so much, it's the uh, the stock jubilee, right. and um, I lately I've been trying to kind of be happier with less, um, especially when it comes to watches. Okay, um, and we're about to just get I fucked so hard uh, <laughs> when it when it comes to the the Instagram content watch content that's going to come with Basel World and. Oh, man. Uh, you know the hot watches are gonna come out, and you're just gonna feel the need to to buy everything. So, um, I've been trying to get away from that a little bit, <laughs> and just kind of like appreciate watches for what they are, and not necessarily like what's hot right now. Because um, I think I've fallen victim to those kind of purchases that can happen. Of course, um, I think I think everyone in watch collecting has been or currently is falling into or has been susceptible to that it's inevitable that's why we have to kind of be a bit more vigilant than i can i think other niches you know so yeah but you're, you're totally yeah. on point so when when i pulled this watch out of the box i looked at it and i was like this i've already i've already for sure come to the conclusion that like the one watch will not exist for me like it never will i don't know about you but it never will um but I wanted to uh, I wanted to take this one out and see what it would be like to just wear it for a month. So that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be wearing this uh, this X- SKX diver uh, for a month, and uh, it feels really good so far. I don't know. Um, kind of wear it for everything, um, no matter what I'm doing. You know, wear it to bed, wear it when I'm working, and uh, I don't know. It's just these these watches these these seiko divers they they fulfill so much um so much of what i need in a in a good timepiece. so i i feel like it's not a stretch to say like if you took a poll most people would probably classify their daily beater most likely it would it would be a seiko i feel like especially as like a, a, a seiko diver i know technically the closest thing i have to a daily beater is probably my sumo yeah know? Yeah, and I don't I don't know why. I don't know if it's the um I don't know if it's like the machine built movement or just like 
the accessibility of the timepiece, but um, I don't know. It's just it's kind of humbling in a way to 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 wear the watch um, for so long and so often. And uh, like yeah. I said, it's it's still early on, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna gather my thoughts after the month and uh, you know see how I feel. I think it'll be a nice nice experience. I mean, essentially, you're watch fasting. I'm watch fasting. That's exactly you know what it is. Yeah, that's basically it. Is is it Lent? I have no idea. When's Lent? I have no. I think maybe. I think Mardi Gras was was recent. That happens around there, right? Is is, I, is 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 Mardi Gras and Lent? Are those the same things? I think Mardi Gras <laughs> happens before Lent. Didn't we both go to Catholic school? We both super <laughs> went to Catholic school, dude. I don't know. I don't know holidays. If you want to talk Old Testament, I will talk Old Testament with you, bro. <laughs> if you want to talk Gospels, I will talk Gospels. I went to Catholic school for 18 years of my life don't ask me when mardi gras is though (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's uh that's the watch that i that i'm wearing right now it's the skx 175 uh pepsi 7s26 diver from seiko and uh it's a hell of a watch and uh i love this bracelet i I think some of the allure for that timepiece is the fact that it's it's a fine quality timepiece and that you know the engineering is great behind it but you didn't pay thousands and thousands of bucks for it so when you put it on you don't feel like you have to do things differently or you have to be extra careful you know it will go anywhere with you but it's still a well-crafted piece i think like i i I mean this would be something to really just like explore like this the seiko allure i mean i think i think it gets almost a little too cerebral or or philosophical yeah, maybe, but maybe but i feel just, like i got a great deal i mean who knows maybe well the thing is i don't even know if it's about so much about the money or not but i i don't know it's complicated you know what i mean i have also been spending way too much time on seikoholic's youtube channel uh where he makes <laughs> so he makes these kind of uh not appraisal more like evaluation videos for his clients and he puts them up publicly on on youtube so somebody will send in a watch and all the time they're they're these just like beat to hell like old school vintage seikos and they they all look awesome wow (laughs) so (laughs) and i i think maybe also there's something about the pepsi the old pepsi ones that when they get so chipped and faded and like ghosted in some ways right they look so damn cool Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe, and, and then you're you're right. Especially those the, the the like the SKX you have, the more like banged up that thing gets, it it's there's something cool about it. Not because it's damaged, but it still looks. I don't know. It just still looks reliable, almost. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And I uh, don't know if that's the case with a lot of modern expensive watches. You know what I mean? Like well, how how a lot cool. of modern watches are trying to avoid that entirely exactly. just just the use of ceramic alone in in bezels oh, that's oh yeah that's kind of like the biggest step that um that brands are taking to try to avoid that um that look later on down the line which is which is a shame um i think um i think most watches most new releases today are trying to push uh more ceramic in in mm-hmm. the watch especially the the bezel for a dive watch the Tudor Black Bay doesn't do it, uh, which is which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so now, anytime I see an aluminum bezel, I, I I get pretty excited. I'm like, hey, that's gonna look cool <laughs> in ten years. 
So, but uh, enough about me. What are, what are you wearing? Uh, I I am wearing the 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 Collinsville Core Two limited edition of uh, six pieces in glacier. I'm wearing it in glacier blue. There's also a white dial. I, I've put shots up on the Instagram of this before, and we're gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna do a write up for it on the website as part of the content the site launches with, and um, I want to put some more pictures up on the Instagram because the thing is super photogenic. But yeah, so I'm wearing the Collinsville uh, Core Two. For people who listened to the last episode, the Collinsville Nautilus is my chicken sandwich watch, which apparently people really enjoyed. People <laughs> really enjoyed me talking about the chicken sandwich watch, <laughs> and 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 Frank did as well. Frank, yeah, Frank, the owner, and every like the brains behind the operation, everything, everything behind Collinsville Watch. Frank, the owner. He, uh, he, after, I think as he was listening to the episode, like Monday, like after it, like, like, like only minutes into it posting, he, uh, he messaged us and he goes, fuck yeah, I'm the chicken sandwich watch. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, this one's for you. Hashtag chicken sandwich watch. And it's funny because people have been taking pictures of what they considered their chicken sandwich watch and tagging us in it. So please continue doing that. Um, if you have no idea what I'm talking about with chicken sandwich watch, Basically, um, I had made, I had drawn an analogy between when I go to a restaurant and I know I want to eat, but I don't know what to order. If I see a chicken sandwich, I'm ordering a chicken sandwich. Um, I had kind of drawn an analogy uh, between when I wake up in the morning and I just can't make decisions, even like about what I want to eat for breakfast or what I'm going to wear or what watch I'm going to choose, but I know I want to wear a watch. Usually these days, I'm just going to grab my Collinsville uh, Nautilus and Sinister Blue. And so I call that my chicken sandwich watch. Um, so if you guys have a watch out there, what'd you say? It's been a while since I had a chicken sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a, it's, 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 you know, it's funny. I don't feel like the chicken sandwich is actually palatable. I just feel like it's survival food. Like if you, like, I feel like to me it is. Cause if I go somewhere, I don't know what to eat. I'm just going to eat a chicken sandwich. Like it's military ration. So like, well, this will make sure I won't die. You know? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah if you guys have a watch like that where if you don't know what you want to wear and but you know you want to wear something and you just can't make little decisions and you just put on any watch that is your chicken sandwich watch so take a shot of that tag us in it throw the chicken sandwich hashtag in there frank's already been doing it with, <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with the collinsville pieces but back so back to the what i'm watching right now i'm wearing the collinsville core 2 uh limited edition of six i think this is six of six in Glacier Blue, um, I'm kind of field testing this uh, for a little while. Uh, Frank was kind enough to lend it out to us to kind of get our opinions so I could do the write-up for the site and we can get some shots on the website. It's really, it's a gorgeous watch. The great thing about Collinsville, um, I'm sure people who listened to us before already know this, but they do a lot of small production runs. So, I mean, the, there's only 12 of the Core 2s. It's basically, uh, there's six blue, six white dial. It is a automatic open heart dress watch that comes on a bracelet. I don't really know what type of bracelet this is, but Frank said that he had it kind of modeled off of another bracelet he had made, and it's actually really, really comfortable. I am, it's really hard for me to like a bracelet, but this one is pretty cool. Um, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, Michael, have you seen this thing? How would you describe it? It looks, it looks comfy. It kind of looks, um... It looks like a bracelet you might see on like an old JLC or something. Um, right. It's very dressy. H links from what I can. T- Maybe I'm looking at a bad photo, but it looks like. Oh no, it's not an H link bracelet. They're separate links, and so the outer outer links are polished and 
the center like okay so there's 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 outer links there's one center row of links and then between those there's another row of links i have no idea if any of that is making any sense for people um but it's kind of a really cool mixture between brush links and polish and it comes out really really cool and so i think what's great about the piece is it's a pure it is a pure dress watch it's a pure micro brand dress watch now for me I always love seeing a micro brand that's not like a dive watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think always. It's some, I think it's something super special to find a micro brand watch that is non-diver or non-like mega quartz or something like that. You know, so this is <laughs> a automatic open heart. It's a Miyota Nine series, the Nine Zero S Five. So it's cool because it's decorated. Uh, the decorations are on the back, the not on the rotor, but on the bridge plates. There's some uh, some some pretty solid, you know, Geneve stripes. The Geneve, you know, and uh, on the front, uh, on the open heart with the, uh, <clears throat> I guess that's technically the balance wheel. Yeah, uh, it has like, like it's te- technically it, it's it looks like perlage. On, a, on like a gold kind of plated uh, bridge. And so it's kind of... Uh, Let's take a look at this. It's pretty cool. I like it a lot. The dial has this really cool kind of um, brush metallic finish to it. It's definitely a watch that you could put on and just have it be really, really comfortable and totally appropriate for the office, but still be very, very unique. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. And I think it's just... it's. Yeah, it's, I can't say enough good things. I think um, I really like the uh, the Roman the Roman numerals on this one. Oh, and that's I, right. I yes, usually, I usually hate them. But, well, the uh, thing is, he he has very very not very similar, but like he also has Roman numerals on the Nautilus, and there's something really cool about those. These are almost a bit more refined. They're a bit thinner, but the polish on them is a bit more. It's a bit more of like a like a brushed or like a smoky polish. In person, you see it better. It's not like a high high polish. But it has a really cool level of like like substantial and subtle refinement to it. So I, I've worn it in the office a bunch of times. <clears throat> it's really, really cool. Um having a great time wearing it. Oh, it is an exhibition case back also. I forgot to mention that. That's how I can see the back of the movement, because it is decorated. Mm-hmm. But um but no, I mean, yeah, I've had that for a while. I'm probably gonna be returning it soon. Sad face, but it's cool. The uh the sides of the case are a high polish, and the smooth bezel is a high polish, but the tops of the lugs uh, that kind of face you when you look at the face are uh, brushed, but they're not like rough brush. They're still pretty smooth, but they have that visual difference. And so everything on the watch is really subtle, but it's still really, really striking when you take the whole package in. So I, I it's one of those things I appreciate basically every part of it, you know, so it's, 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 it's been a pleasure to have it. I'm going to be kind of sad to see it go. Very nice. No, yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a cool one, and and definitely um, definitely a standout piece uh, for for Collinsville. I, I think it's uh, it's a pretty pretty good um, <clears throat> pretty good departure from some of the other um, models in the collection. Yeah, dude, Frank Frank Frank's not messing around. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he, he he's talked about like other stuff, other departures from what he's done because I think he. I think the philosophy behind his brand and how he kind of just controls it is very congruent with our philosophy in that everything you do within neurology needs to be an expression of, you know, how you've kind of come on your journey 
within watches. And so he's at the end of the day, I he's making watches that he likes. He's making yeah. watches that he thinks are cool. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's the type of 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 like watch brands we should like really be seeing. You know what I mean? Because then you get people who are creating actual authentic pieces. Not stuff with like, you know, triple flying tourbillons because fucking, you know, people love damn tourbillons. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey Frank, when's when's the quadruple tourbillon coming out? Yeah, Frank, can we talk about that? When is the when is the, the quadruple flying tourbillon with the uh <laughs> You 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 too, Nick from Orion. We're we're looking at you. Get us get us some some Chinese tourbillons. Nick, if you can get me five Chinese tourbillons on your NH thirty five, but with a helium escape valve on the case, dude. I'll buy it. I'll buy it, man. You need at least three helium escape valves. Well, for how deep I want to go, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't need helium fucking up my movement, dude. All right. Yeah. Especially, especially when you're getting seeds planted in you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I digress. He, the guy just goes, I want to put my seed in you. And I'm just like, dude, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying let's talk, man. All right, let's talk, dude. You like jazz? I like jazz. You know? I don't like jazz. Uh, I don't like jazz. But we are. Um, but yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm enjoying the Collinsville. Look forward to kind of seeing a write-up on it. Look forward to seeing a write-up also on the uh, Chicken Sandwich Watch, the Blue Nautilus, uh, when our website goes up. Um, I'm really hoping to get it up soon. Uh, just so we can get that content up there because it's just it's uh, it'll be another kind of um, it'll be more growth for this passion project that Michael and I have kind of you know embarked on with the help of the watch family and everyone that's that's written in and everyone that's helped us with our watch photography and everyone that's helped us with topics and that's just talked with us like all you guys are a part of this like it, 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 might, it, it might as well be called like you know however many thousands of broke watch snobs because at this point it doesn't feel like there's two of them. It feels like it's it's everyone. So it's just, it's, <laughs> this is the highlight of my week, just sitting down, uh, you know, getting on the pre-talk with Mike and then recording and then putting it out there and then just talking to everyone about stuff we talked about on the show, you know? Yeah, and there's, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about this month with, um, with Basel around the corner. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad that we couldn't go but I think at the same time, it didn't feel right. Not yet. Not um, yet. You know what I'm saying? There's there's a lot that goes into, um, I guess, making your way to Basel. Um, I was just going to show up with a sign saying, free Raketa. <laughs> Let me in. Let me in, free Raketa. You know, I'll be next to the guy with the free Tibet sign. Like, free Raketa. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's... um. It's not the right time, but I think I think we're gonna we're gonna enjoy the the coverage overall for the most part. But uh, yeah. I find I find that I'm the years before I used to be like really hungry for the stuff that was coming out. But um, I remember I, I don't know why, but I just I just it's not that I don't care. It's just that there are very few brands that I'm excited about. I, I don't know how you feel, but no, uh, I'm the same way because dude, we we've doing this show inadvertently or not advertently, more like overtly. I mean, we've evolved in our tastes. We don't, we aren't susceptible to that type of stuff because, as you were saying before, the person who would really latch on to a lot of those things is the person who would just buy whatever was in or whatever was cool, and then just it would get there and you sit with it and you'd be like, okay, 
now what am I going to buy? You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's that, just that it's, gets really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. The show uh, is called Two Broke Watch Knobs, not Two Shake Snobs. You know what I'm saying? I have to say that I'm I'm excited for Hamilton. Uh, I'm excited for Nomos. I don't know about you. Whoa! Um, I totally I keep you know I'm such an asshole. I keep forgetting I keep forgetting about Nomos until I see like one of the Tetras, one of the new ones, or the old Tetra. I love that is like my sleeper Nomos piece. Those old Tetras, like the 37 millimeter ones, and even some of the newer ones with those newer calibers they have. Um, every those, time I see, are those sorry? the square ones? Those are the square. Yeah, the square ones. Okay. Fucking yeah. love that <laughs> shit. I love those and the clubs. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't read watch news. I just don't. <laughs> I read the stuff that you write. I might look at some pictures, but that's that's it. So I don't know what they're are. Are they doing? Are they doing new calibers? Are they doing whole new watches? Or well, Nomos has been pretty quiet so far. And um, yeah, I have to read a lot of watch news. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, the thing the thing with Nomos and uh, I wrote. I wrote something for Gray and Sons, which is funny because I don't think they carry Nomos. But um, I think that if Nomos uh, kind of one day, Basel World would be great. If they came out with an in-house chronograph. Oh, we talked about this. Man, that would be killer. <laughs> oh, yeah. That um, would be killer. Wouldn't be cheap for sure. But uh, I, I think um, I think judging from, from how well they can execute their designs uh, in a way that's both modern and vintagey at the same time while during while like staying true to their own design language yeah um it would be really cool i think it'd be tough though because a lot of their pieces are on the dressier side and so a dressier a chronograph is is not it's not that it's hard to do it's that it's hard to have it stand out from other dressier chronographs does that make sense yeah yeah no definitely and if I, they were to do something like that it would be I, I would be super impressed just because i i believe in their engineering i believe in their design aesthetic and i think they're super super smart over there when they're doing their stuff so yeah that's a good point we'll see what happens I, I'll, yeah. I'll keep my eyes out for that either that or um or something like an annual calendar from them like that that mm. would be absolutely wild um which brings me to to what i hope to see um I know, I'm, 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 I know every time I bring up Raketa, it sounds like a joke, but like I'm, I'm like 30% joking, 70% serious. I don't know what new thing they're going to do, but I think it would be incredible if Raketa released another perpetual calendar. Not like, not like the fake ones that they made in the in the 70s that ended in the 1990s. That's not a perpetual calendar. But you say they actually show up to the show every year. Uh, yes, uh, as far as I know, I haven't checked for this year, but for the past few years, they've gone. I mean, a few years ago when the the new owner took over, he made a really, I can't remember his name. It's, it's, uh, oh, John, it's John something. Mm. But uh, he made a really big point about emphasizing that their movements are in-house and technically for sale to be supplied to other watch factories. So they make everything from like the hair springs to the bridge plates, like every every part of the watch movement they make in house. You know what I mean? So that was like the really really big deal they were trying to make, and I think they were trying to enter the space as a watch movement supplier. I just don't know if it took off. The only thing I could think of is that might not have been able to make it 
to ETA twenty eight twenty four specifications because if you notice most of these other watch movement manufacturers which are trying to fill the ETA vacuum, they're making it to the same size specifications as the two eight two four. You know what I mean? Right. I believe that's the case for the STP one, that company that uh, is owned by Fossil is making movements. Really excited to to play with one of those when I get it in that Janus trading piece I pre-ordered. And I'm yeah. pretty sure the 9015 is also, I, mean, I could totally be wrong actually, I'm usually wrong, but I feel like the 9015 is also um, size compatible with the 2824. Interesting. So yeah. I suspect that the movements that they were trying to sell didn't take off possibly because of that. Because what I also suspect is that they were using the same machines that have been in the Petroverts factory for a long goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> because the guy bought the brand and all the machines, and they were already always making their own movements. They were actually one of the first um, watch manufacturers to have uh, an assembly line, like an automated mechanical assembly line to put watches together. And so right. I think he bought the factory and just bought all those machines, and they just turned them on. And so, yeah. But I, I, I am, I might actually pay a bit of attention this year for Basel to see if they do anything. I don't know. I, I mean, I just I never see any news come come from them. Like I, I don't I don't know what the releases are because I, I mean I don't even know if they send out press kits or anything like that. I, I think they probably do, but they go to everyone's spam. <laughs> it, it's it's from that, it's from like an old Yahoo email. It's like from it's, an old Yahoo email. <laughs> it's all in like the Russian alphabet, and it's just like that's going right to spam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The big thing. Um, in addition to the uh, in-house movement they were doing, they were kind of really trying to promote this new dive watch they were doing. Like they had it sponsored by some like well-known like Arctic diver in Russia. Like there's a really cool promo image of him like submerging into like ice cap waters. And, like the last thing to go in is like his wrist and like the watches on it. You know what I mean? Oh, nice. It actually looks like the if you remember Michael to the oh I old, see it I see it yeah yeah, yeah it actually looks like the old Raketa amphibia. That right. we talked about on an episode a with long the orange. Time ago. I, I see it. Yeah, look yeah. at that. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's cool. It's beefy. It looks super tough. Um, I think it's expensive though. Expensive in terms of there are other options in the price range. I think it's like between five and eight hundred bucks. Oh wow! It's, it's somewhere in there. Okay, so they're really they're really trying to break into like a like a higher end uh, price bracket. They're trying to. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now. I mean, con- considering like on Marinom, I I can I can find like. You like, can find Vostoks uh, for sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like technically revived uh, Russian models for like yeah. sixty-five bucks. Interesting. Yeah, I'm no. Googling, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm Googling the price right now. Ooh, Raketa Shop, RaketaShop.world. Yeah, I think I think we're I think we're on the same same site. Looks uh, looks difficult to navigate a little bit. Nine hundred nine hundred five euros. Holy shit, that's expensive. That's fucking expensive, dude. That's, so yeah, movement. It uses the Oris money, actually. Yeah, that's that's that is not. Yeah, it's weird. So it uses the in-house Raketa AVTO mat. I think they tried to spell automat with the V. Mm-hmm. Automat caliber two six one five. Oh wow, they brought back the two sixes. Uh, for people who don't know, the two six zero nine is probably the most ubiquitous goddamn Raketa movement in the history of goddamn Raketas. Most vintage Raketas <laughs> you see will have the 2609, so I'm actually curious to know if it's an offshoot of that or if it's a kind of a, a, a and if if you guys build off of that. If you guys ever want to read um, Kaz's rants 
about Raquettas, you can visit twobrokewatchsnobs.com slash goddamn Raquettas. Goddamn Raquettas. Goddamn, Michael, now I have to make a page like that on the website. I have to make a secret page. I have to make a secret page. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make an unnavigable, unindexed page on our website that you can only get to if you type in twobrokewatchsnobs.com slash goddamn Raquettas. Perfect. And it's gonna it's gonna be an entire it's gonna be every single mention of Raketta <laughs> on on that page. I'm gonna have everything uh, aggregate to that page. That's that's goddamn it. God yeah, damn I, was, it. I was really just trying to give Kaz more work. <sighs> Sorry, Kaz. No, this is good. I'd rather work on this than than you know sit in my fucking <laughs> desk all day getting colon cancer. Uh, you know, you know, I don't have a bad job. I have a great job. I just don't want. I just don't want to do. I just don't. I don't want to sit in a desk in an office anymore, man. I know. I know the feeling, and that's that's why I did what I did recently. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's that's hard too. You know, I'm proud of you though, man. That's smart. That's smart. You know. Yeah, we'll 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 see. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, so so I I am actually curious what Raketa is gonna do. I mean, I mean, man, now I'm really curious. I want to see if I can find. I want to see and compare this auto, auto, automat two six one five. Compare it to the. Uh, I mean, well, hell, man. Let's let's reach out to a to a Raketa representative. Like, dude, I, I mean, don't... Orient wrote back to us. Yeah, but there aren't any. <laughs> there aren't any like U.S. distributors for Raketa. I don't think. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, that 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 wouldn't work. I was gonna say potentially Long Island Watch because could get us in contact, but Long Island Watch only has Russian brands that were owned now by German brands, so they're not actual Russian brands. They're they're German brands who own Russian brand names and machinery now. Well, it would be nice to see something around Basel time. That that would be cool if it cut if it would cut through the noise and uh, you know make a splash. Uh, I don't know. I doubt it's going to make a splash, but it's just it'll be, it'll be interesting. Oh, I'm looking there, at a other, picture. Other than them, you know, does is there, is there anyone else that's kind of, uh, kind of got you excited about the show or or not? Well, Seiko, really? obviously. Seiko, definitely Seiko. I'm 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 excited about um, Tudor as well. I think. Uh, interesting. There's there some there's some rumors about a GMT Pelagos. Okay, because I was gonna hope for a carbon fiber to a car carbon fiber to your black bay. I thought that was the next progression. Oh man, they've uh, they've done too much with that black bay though. It's like they're, wasn't they're gonna... wasn't the bronze one last year? It was like bronze, and there was like a DLC or or black PVD one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the next step is carbon fiber, dude. That would be expensive. That would be that'd be very expensive. Carbon fiber gold leafed. Yeah, but I still think. <laughs> I, I still think, and they won't they won't do it this year. I I don't think because it's it's an anniversary for the Sea Dweller. But I think if uh, if Rolex came out with a GMT Master Pepsi in stainless steel, it would it would break the internet. People would lose their shit. But I yeah. feel like for these types of things, they only do precious metals. I don't think I don't think right or, or am I crazy? I feel like they're like if they have a serious horological hard on. For precious metals, right now. Well, with the with the Daytona, for example, the hardest ones to get aren't the aren't the precious metal ones; they're the stainless steel ones. So, hmm. um, but the thing it's, is, there there hadn't been a Pepsi GMT in a very long time, and then when they finally came out with one, they told everyone, "Fuck off!" 
Uh, <laughs> this one is in white gold. <laughs> <laughs> cost that cost like thirty thousand dollars. Jeez. Uh, so, seeing seeing a stainless steel one with the ceramic Pepsi bezel, that that would be pretty cool. But It'd I be think cool, man. I think the modern GMTs are kind of ruined with the uh, polished center links, anyways. So yeah, dude, we we've talked about that. I mean, we we've well, yeah. the thing is, it's because they've made the choice to offer. A jewelry piece, luxurified watches. Exactly. You know <laughs> what I mean? Which, which is sort of antithetical to the whole idea. Well, that, that's probably that, that, that's that's the reason why you get a watch boner when you think of the stainless steel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why? Why? Why do we? Why do we like stainless steel so much? Because it feels more authentic. More authentic to like the. The uh, uh, the one watch guy to the, the the idea of buying a watch and having it go over with you it feels like an adventurer's watch you know what I mean like like that's that's always my, dude every time I fucking think of of uh, of um, stainless steel kind of Pepsi bezel uh, GMT Master I think of that story I don't know it was uh, it was on Hodinky or a blog to watch it might have been Hodinky yeah one of um, one of the writers uh, I think was I think they were. They were covering some event. I think it was like the one of the you know attempted, what I'm talking about. yeah, one of the attempted like Felix Baumgartner jumps, and and there was uh, there was a guy there that had like a Pepsi GMT, and uh, so so did the author, and um, I guess I guess the guy had had it for like ever, and yeah. it was all, he, all he, beaten up. He yeah. got it. I think uh, I think he got it like uh, with the, the 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 Muhammad Ali, you know, a uh, uh, rumble in the jungle fight or the fuck it was. Exactly, called. exactly. I get every I, time I guess he was he was there when that happened and yeah. uh, had had some kind of engraving on the case back to yeah. So every time I think of a stainless steel watch like that, or even just that GMT Master, I think of that guy's memory, and I want <laughs> I want something like that in my life to look back on and be like, yeah, I I lived a life. That made me feel fulfilled because right now, you know, that's the I don't thing, think though. I have that. Whether <laughs> whether you know it, or whether you know it or not, right now, you know, 10, 20 years are going to go by, and you're going to look down at your blue sumo, and you're going to realize. <laughs> seriously, though, you're going to. That's a good point. That's actually down, a great point. And that's you're going to you're going to look down at the watch, and you're going to realize that that is that is that watch. I love you know? that watch so much, man. That ugh. yeah, Seiko. Um, Seiko has been taking a lot of my time lately. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. It's all, it's Dude, almost I, I I feel complete when I wear that watch. It's not like like the best looking watch. There are watches which have better qualities, but for some reason when I put that when I have the watch on the bracelet, when I have that watch on my wrist on the bracelet, like everything's everything's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm feeling now with the um with the SKX, with the SKX, almost even more yeah. so than the uh, than the the turtle, which is technically superior, I guess. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of the same feeling I get. And uh, we we've had discussions, and I think it's really funny. Um, I think I've told you several times, like, oh my god, I, I have like too much Seiko. Like I'm getting I'm getting rid of <laughs> everything. And then I think I've done it like two or three times, and I'll sell them off. And they just come back. God, yeah, I, I, you haven't done it in a while, but like, <laughs> for people who haven't like been listening to us for a while, or people might have forgotten, like really early on in Mike and I's friendship when we got into watches, I would just get like a random text from him, be like, "Hey man, 
just sold these watches. Be like, fuck, dude. Like, why, <laughs> man? It's like severing limbs and throwing them out the fucking window. It's like, oh, I, I don't need this arm anymore. And it's I like, think, dude, like, I sent you, you, I sent you a text. I, I sent you a text maybe like a, a week ago or something. And I think like, I think I said, man, I've come to a pretty deep realization that I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Seiko guy, like one hundred percent. Yeah, you were like, a, you were like, a, you said you're like a, like a, like, like a Seiko nut or like crazy about Seiko. And like the thing is, it's funny because I was, I was, I was, in, I was at my new job. I was in my office and I was looking at at a mountain of emails that I had to go one by one through. And I'm just like, man, I really wish that a meteor would just crash in the building right now and eviscerate <laughs> all of us. And then at that moment, my phone lit up and I looked down and it's just, it's just you saying, man, I come to huge realization, you know, I'm a huge Seiko guy. I think I'm a Seiko nut. And I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call off that meteor. I, I take it back. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why I've been trying to fight it for so long. I, I think, I think it's because I, a part of me had to, f- or felt that I had to own like a bunch of other really cool watches. Um, and I had too many Seikos like taking up that space. So I would get mm. rid of them and I'm just not going to fight that anymore because I've, you know, I'm nowhere near, um, equipped to, to dedicate like a whole episode to Seiko. Um, but, um, I, th- I think that's like my favorite brand, like one hundred percent. I don't know why. I, I don't. I don't know why I'm so. I'm so drawn to them. The thing is, I think maybe you were kind of trying to pull away from that because it's the idea that a good collection is a diverse collection, which it's. I, I can understand how someone could kind of draw that reading from what we talked about in the past, especially the episode where we talked about like the perfect like ideal watch collection like a chronograph a diver blah 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 it's like not like the also at the same time is you have to understand whatever intrinsic way you practice your urology passion that's what you do you don't have to have a diverse collection you don't have to have a whatever collection you can just do whatever feels right to you like i've talked to people and they've been like oh man yeah i saw that this came out and i wanted to get it because it's a great price but i already own too many blue watches yeah. Like, dude, who gives a fuck, dude? Buy all the blue watches. If that's what you like, <laughs> who cares, man? I'm like, I don't know if you said that or if I was talking to someone that said it, but it's also possible multiple people have said that to me. It's yeah, like, it's... oh, I already own a blue watch or a black watch. I was like, dude, who gives a shit, man? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do do whatever makes you happy, man. That, 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 that's the whole point. I think uh, collections collections are kind of built on different um on different concepts some people some people want like a ton of diversity but you know recently the idea that's most attractive to me in terms of a collection is a collection that's actually very focused right. um and i think um you know if that's seiko it's seiko if it's uh if it's something if it's something like russian timepieces that's that's what it is and um i think i think the people that uh that go through the time to make these collections and like almost like catalog them to the point of obsession. Um, you know, like that collector of Russian watches that we talk about, um, uh, Mark Gordon. Yeah. Like those, those are the collections that have really been like getting me going lately. And, um, you know, with something like Seiko, it would be, it already is like extremely difficult with, with the older models, but yes. Um, I just I, I don't know what it is about the brand, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop fighting that. <laughs> 100%. Embrace it, dude. Embrace <laughs> yeah. it, man. Life too sh- life is too short to fight an urge like that. You know? Yeah, 
And uh, this in terms in terms of Basel, they've been um, they've been pretty quiet. They announced uh, last month for um, four additional Presage uh, enam- enamel uh, watches. Oh, that's right. That's right. You were saying. Um, but other than that, they've been totally quiet, with the exception of a leak that everyone is talking about, and that is oh the the internet broke. <laughs> that is driving me mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. that's the uh, that's the reissue of the 62 MAS and uh it's it's floating around on on a couple forums now and um you know a lot of people are upset uh about some of the some of the rumors in terms of the price and um and the fact that it's going to be extremely limited for you know well, for the, the kind the, of watch the, that it is the, there's two there's two reissues yeah, so it's uh, from from what from what we can gather now, it's um, there's going to be a limited edition of I think two thousand pieces. That is the most true in terms of aesthetics uh, to the original sixty two MAS or sixty two MAS, however you want to say it. Uh, and then there's going to be two other models that have I think the four R thirty six or the six R fifteen movement inside. But they're kind of modernized with like the prospects stamp on the dial and like tuna hands and everything, and they don't really, from the leaked images, they don't really look anything like the uh, the original. So that's that's what's pissing people off. Is the, yeah, that's what well, the thing is. I mean, just to con- just to confirm, those are also like not confirmed by Seiko. These are just leaks. I mean, and these are it's a photo. Is, it's a cell phone <clears throat> shot from a magazine or like a yep. piece of paper or something. <laughs> yeah. And you uh, whether it's watch you seek or wrist sushi or uh reddit like there are just you know threads exploding on this thing and uh so th- th- when it comes out it's going to be it's going to be a huge huge deal at Basel. I'll tell you that but much. The, the question is for the not for the non limited edition one, the one that uses the 6R15 visually not just visually, but also in terms of like case dimension, it is a departure. Yeah, I think it's the, I think it's something like forty three is what the rumors are saying. Point, what is, was the sixty two uh, mass originally? Thirty nine. I think I think it was even smaller than that. I think it was like thirty eight, maybe maybe even less. So the question the question becomes then why why would they do a watch that was visually a departure from the watch it's supposed to be an homage to and still call it that watch you, you mean even even with the limited edition or, or no, the limited edition that one seems to be okay because visually it looks like the same thing it has that ar movement in it which is supposed to be pretty solid i don't know too much about it right if it's not a if it's not a raketa 2609 i don't know anything about it you know what i'm saying <laughs> i think it's the i think it's the eight what is it uh like eight r four three i think it's eight l actually eight l yeah yeah, that's what it is. Um, we can figure it out and include it in the show notes. But um, right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's difficult when you're when you're going back to these these vintage reissues. I think um, I don't think there's a single brand besides Doxa um, that will actually stay true to the size but they they had history on their side because that watch i think was already pretty large um when it first came out the sub 300 uh, oh right 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 anniversary model that they came out with so 
that was pretty cool. Same thing went with the Oris Diver 65. I think that was like 35 or 36 millimeters. I, you know, brands still feel pressured to, um, sort of satisfy the, the contemporary taste as far as size goes. Right. Um, but you know, I think it's cool that the limited edition is going to be 38. That's that's awesome. You know, once again, it's it's just a rumor so far. But if it is, like, I think that's pretty exciting. And uh, I know people like people out there like huge watches, and that's that's fine. But uh, lately, I've kind of felt that you know, 42 might be my max. I don't know. I think I I I made this point in a previous episode. I think the the way I read it is the in my opinion, the poster boy for like the luxury large watch Panerai, the fact that they did that 42 millimeter, um, oh, I forgot what the fuck it was called. The, oh, um, the submersible. Yeah. The submersible over at SIHH. Yeah. I and mean, that, that, that's a big deal. Even they're like, okay, guys, enough is enough. <laughs> let's <laughs> yeah, that, maybe that do something a cool. bit more. It looks bit, really, it looks, really cool. It, it looks super cool, actually. You yeah. know what I mean? It says it's 42. I agree. With I think 42 is a very good size. I mean, here I am saying that, and I I I own you know a fucking Steverall and a Sumo. Well, the yeah, Steverall is forty two. Yeah, I mean, I, I I have a Turtle, and I think that one's like forty four plus, maybe. Really? So. Yeah, yeah. It's that's that's actually pretty big. I I've learned I've learned from some people that that ask me about the watch on on Instagram and stuff uh, that they're kind of scared of the dimensions, but uh, Seiko's same, Seiko's yeah. so smart with the way they they proportion their cases and the way they design like the lugs and everything that. Um, even the bigger sizes on paper were like fantastic on the wrist. Yeah, that was uh, the, my experience when I was buying the Sumo. I everything on paper was just like, dude, that is yeah, a you, fucking you were giant terrified. watch. Yeah, yeah, you were. Ter- so, I remember. I was so nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I was texting you and I, we were show, showing you pictures and we're talking and I'm just like, and then I, 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 I'd seen a good deal for it finally pop up on uh, on Mass Drop and I'm just like, you know what, man, I'll fucking go for it. If I don't like it, maybe I can try and break even. And on paper, numbers are scary. On the wrist, in reality, the watch is perfect. The watch is perfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't, you know, with with the 62 Moss reissue, when it happens, if it happens, however it may be, we're just going to have to wait to see what it's actually like, um, you know, if it's even coming to the States in numbers that are... Oh, that's a good point. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it is... It will come to the states, but you know, if if the numbers are, are ridiculous, then uh, I mean, I'm not sure. Even even <clears throat> as like a Seiko now, I'm not sure how how worth it it actually is. Well, the but, thing uh, is, I mean, the, the the limited edition one's intriguing to me, but what's even more intriguing, just because I'm still trying to understand the psychological fucking impetus behind it. But the other one, the one that's not limited edition, it sounds like it's some weird like heritage Frankenstein diver. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly what it is. So it's a larger size. <laughs> it's uh, these these tuna hands that I've seen in, in the leaked image. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Prospex logo, which everybody hates, but it doesn't really bother me. Um, I don't know why everyone hates it. I, I My Sumo has it. My Sumo is the, the, the new reference, the SBDC033. I, I think it's cool. I like it. There's nothing that gets Seiko people more upset than switching hands. <laughs> or that freaking X on the dial. That's I've never awesome, seen man. I've never seen people get more upset 
about um, anything else on like a Seiko my, thread. My question, and what I've constantly been thinking, and I haven't had the time to research this, so so watch family, and, 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 and you know, Michael, correct me if I sound like a fucking, you know, dumbass, but when you were describing the non-limited edition 62 MAS to me and saying it had tuna hands and it was larger and it was this, the first thing that popped into my head was the, um, was the Tudor Black Bass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's there's supposed to be a heritage inspired dive piece with these kind of legacy like snowflake hands, but that's in a true. much larger case. You think it's possible that this is Seiko's weird way of trying to do something on a similar kind of like like uh uh what's the word like like um like uh I like guess vein or like wavelength because it's also it's in the, it's the non limited edition ones those are in the same price range as those uh, black base right it's like two or three thousand bucks or is it the limited edition one. No, the lot, the non-limited edition ones will be will be under a thousand. Suppose oh, that's not bad at all. God yeah, very, it. very. So competing in a different, I, I see what you're saying. Um, where the watch is kind of like a like a combination of a couple of different heritage models, or um, you know, famous models. In the case of the Black Bay, it's the sixty-five thirty-eight, and uh, you know what we know today is the Tudor Snowflake. Uh, kind of combined into one watch in like mm-hmm. a bigger size, right? And that has turned a lot of people off, but I think I think the Black Bay has been a su- huge success overall. It's been, it's been incredible success. It's 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 it is definitely a successful move. Yeah, but maybe I don't know if the same can be said for this uh, under a thousand dollars non LE um, sixty two Moss. Well, I some, mean, why even call it a sixty two Moss? Some some I mean, well. I'm not even sure they'll they'll market it that way. They'll they'll just spew out the reference and it'll it'll exist as you know something new. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, one one thing that some people are saying is that they're just gonna mod the shit out of them, you know, and, and it's gonna be great for the modding community and and anybody that uh, supplies parts and alternate dials because the dial is different on the non-limited model, you know, as far as the rumor goes. Um, huh. I guess at under a thousand bucks, you know, it's not weird to mod a piece like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, but um, possibly that's weird. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just interested for the like official, you know, discussion and like press release when like all its normalos can know. Like it's just, it's, 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 it's going to be interesting because just in terms of like me, I'm always thinking about like marketing psychology and kind of like what happens when these business brains get in a room and make a decision. Like I, I just, I'm just so curious, like what was the thought process? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and we won't really know until we get official word. Opening, opening press day for Basel is uh, March 22nd. And um, it's as far as the marketing goes, it's gonna be, it's gonna be <clears throat> more of the same, <laughs> same that we've seen uh, every year. I'm Michael, sure. I think the big question is how how many flying tourbillons are we gonna get on a restart meal this year? <laughs> should we have should we have a counter? Should we have a counter on on the website if the website's up by then? I think uh, I would like to have the website up um, soon. In all honesty, I, w- I really, really would. Um, I-, I think uh, since I can no longer find passion in what I do in my day job, I'd really like to put passion into you know the, the website and just kind of you know put some creative effort towards yeah. that. But yeah, we can have a we can have a reshared meal <laughs> flying turbion flying, flying quadru- quadruple turbion counter in the corner. <laughs> 
Um, you remember those old geo sites that had like the the traffic counter in the bottom, like the, like the, like, the, yes. like every person that's like we'll have one of those with like a with like a fairy flying around it or something. It's gonna have well, no, there's gonna be two flying tourbillons on either side of it, and they're gonna be shaking pixie dust off of them as they like <laughs> as they like they shake back and forth. One one brand that I I think did something pretty interesting uh, this year, and they they just finished <clears throat> it was uh, was Bremont and. Um, I'm not sure what went into. I keep into... forgetting they're a brand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel so bad. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what um, what their thought process was, uh, but they kind of just said oh, no. Right. They said yes. no to Basel World altogether, and they just wrapped up kind of like their own event um, in downtown London. Uh, I think downtown London. Maybe you should have gone to that, dude. <laughs> yes, of course. You could have dusted uh, just, off that old Smiths. Just oh, show yeah. up. Well, 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 you know, you got rid of it. God yeah, I, I got rid of it. <laughs> okay, we'll both buy Christopher Wards. We'll buy one Christopher Ward and we'll share it and we'll go. Hey, can you let me in? <laughs> can you let me in? <laughs> there's, uh, there's some great coverage, I think, uh, already on uh, places like Hodinkee and, and the Grey NATO uh, where, cool. you know, the guys actually went, but the watches seem pretty cool and uh you know they i just found it interesting that a brand kind of stopped and said you know we don't need to be at basel this year Mm -hmm. um and for for a brand that's trying to uh you know revive the idea of british watchmaking i think uh i think it was pretty cool to see bremont do that it's interesting i would definitely like to i guess i would like to hear users thoughts on that in regards to British watch making. I mean, obviously, there's a history behind it. There's not really a current strong history or presence right now, rather. You know what I mean? But I think Bremont trying to do this was, I mean, it might be a bit of a stretch to say it was them, you know, trying to kind of plant a British watch making foothold. But I mm-hmm. definitely think you can sort of draw that. Like, dude, like, why the fuck does everything have to be in Switzerland? Why do we have to go and do all these, like, follow their rules and do all this stuff? Let's just have our own convention here with blackjack and hookers. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, right now, the the way you know, and we've we've talked about the industry before, and and your uh, your dearly departed bird. Um, I miss that damn bird every day. <laughs> but really, anything that uh, almost anything that isn't Swiss uh, gets me excited these days. <laughs> so that's, 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 that's really true. That's, when, before that's my, when you mentioned, when you mentioned Nomos, I got like really like, I'm like, Oh shit, I forgot about Nomos. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, and it's not like I feel that way because these brands that aren't Swiss are any more affordable. These, these new Bremonts are immensely expensive. Uh, how for, how for expensive what, is expensive? I mean, I, I think the, the new uh, S 300, which is, Oh gosh, it's really nice. It's it's 40, 40 millimeters, uh, just kind of like a like a great diver. That's sort of a departure from the supermarine like big time like mm-hmm. dive watches that they make. Um, but I think they're still around like four grand plus, and oh um, we're we're still in um, in ETA territory. Michael, do you have any idea how many Raketa Copernics I could buy for fucking four thousand dollars? <laughs> Well, I could open up my own goddamn Raketa Copernicus store, dude. <laughs> you can, uh, but but yeah, really anything. Um, I I don't know I don't know what it is. I I don't know if it's if it's the marketing practices that I'm seeing. If if I'm just becoming numb to everything. But but when something, it's not that I hate Swiss watches. But when I see when I see something that isn't Swiss, when I see a brand that 
um, kind of exists in a different realm. Uh, I just I find myself more interested. I don't know. Well, because I think it's 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 you're we're so familiar with Swiss watches to the point where almost everything they do is transparent because we understand how they play the game. They just release this watch like this. Oh, okay. Well, they're just doing it like that because they're trying to get people to get excited yeah. about this or they just want to do something in bronze or they just wanted to see how many flying tourbillons they can get on the watch this year like it's all super transparent when another watch manufacturer from a different kind of um you know global legacy or from a different country comes and does something it's interesting because it's 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 not predictable it's not it's like having spaghetti and meatballs every day for three years you know what i mean <laughs> And then one day you have a grilled cheese and you're like, holy fuck sauce. This is, I should have grilled cheese every day. You know what I mean? It's been, it's been a while since I had a grilled cheese too. I haven't had either of those things in years. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why is the first two foods I thought of. I, I had a slice of pizza and I've just been drinking Jaeger all, all evening since I got home. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was hoping you'd say all week. <laughs> all week. No, well, the thing is, I just found this Jaegermeister like in the back of my freezer like behind okay. some frozen chicken like i call, i told it's like three years old like watch family if jaegermeister expires please, please let me know I, I don't i don't think i don't think it, i think you're okay i think i'll be okay but i've just been drinking this it i i love jaegermeister it's just straight it's i have it in my in my mickey uh flower or my wiki food and wine vegetable glass and i enjoy jaegermeister because it tastes uh distinctly like taint and licorice that's the best way i can describe it I had a bad night on tour with um, with Jaeger and another really <laughs> bad night with, with my wife um, in Orlando. Uh, we kind of... We went a little bit too far. Uh, and, went too and, far with Jaeger? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe way too far. And, That's funny. Uh, I, can't, yeah, I think we both can't remember a day that we have been more sick than that morning oh. after... <laughs> Well, let's see if I get sick tomorrow. Hey, if I get sick tomorrow, I'll just vomit everywhere in my office. <laughs> but uh, oh, by the way, the uh, the movement that we were trying to figure out is the eight L three five. Eight L three five. That uh, Michael's talking about the sixty two MAS limited edition. The movement they're using is the eight L. The plug was it three five? Yep, that's that's the one. Um, what other watches use that movement? That that's not a Grand Seiko. Grand Seiko is the nine uh, the nine uh, nine Fs or whatever. So oh, no, the, not nine Fs, nine Gs. Yeah, that, I I think we talked about this too. the The other watch that uh that's kind of popular that uses this is the SBDX zero one seven. I think is the most current version of the Marine oh, Master. Oh shit! Yes, 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 yes. Very yeah. cool. Great watch, kind of chunky, but a lot of people like it. But yeah, it's the yeah. same same movement, um, and a great movement, I think. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. To to include in um in a reissue for the sixty two Moss. Uh, if all once again, if all the rumors are true, we're just we're just speculating here. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're just we're just kind of talking about stuff we've seen in the rumor mill. We're not going to know for sure. I mean, until something gets officially announced. I mean, a lot of people seem really confident that this is what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I will so, say this: a lot of brands have been sending uh, pre Basel World stuff to um, to journalists and whatever, and uh, Mm-hmm. I think the quietest brand I've seen, you know, besides you know the usual Rolex and stuff like that, has been Seiko actually. So yeah. I think well, I, was, I think they plan for this to be pretty, pretty big deal. 
Oh, sure. I, I I was having, we talked about this, Michael, off air, and maybe on air also, I can't remember, but I had a phone conversation with Joe Kirk, who's the uh, store manager uh, for the second Seiko Boutique in the U.S. here in Miami, and I'll be paying a visit there. Keep an eye out for that. Secrets. And uh, he had said specifically the initiative this year was to have zero Basel leaks. This is obviously before. <laughs> this is before wah, the 62 Moss thing. But he's like, he's like, they're really, really adamant about not having any leaks because there's always been leaks in previous years. And this year, they don't want anyone hearing anything. And they want it all to be revealed after that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, you know, we're... Like, literally, like, days after that, Michael, you and I were talking, and you mentioned... <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned this leak a drop. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, that sucks." <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure the person has been uh, maybe maybe skinned alive. Oh, that guy's dead. Um, yeah, that uh, the, the the those those, those one thousand limited edition pieces. Each one of those has a piece <laughs> of his body in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they 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 fucking sashimi sliced that motherfucker into little bits. And they put him on the on every every case back on the back of every case back. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's how they're gonna that's how they're gonna number the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is an early model. This is a this is a liver. This is a liver piece. <laughs> Not a lot of these went out. They cut these kind of big. You see? Uh huh. <laughs> Can I have my watch back, please? <laughs> but yeah, once again, I mean, I, I'm looking at photos of the SBDX. Um, zero one seven now and mm-hmm. uh man that's you know if they fall within the same price range it that that's gonna make it hard um you know that's, we talked about this off air the the price range of the limited edition it's it's difficult yeah to make that call because that's in the two thousand three thousand dollar range like there's yeah. some, like other really cool pieces man yeah, I I think I I think I've told you a couple times like, um, my goal for this year was to buy one watch, um, and then well, I didn't buy it. You kind of ruined it. You gave me a citizen, but uh, I didn't. Yeah, don't, don't say it like that, dude. I'll buy you two watches next time. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I love that watch. But uh, <laughs> thing is mad cool. Yeah, and you know I'm turning thirty this year, and I think it I think it might be uh. It might be cool to buy something nice, but I don't. I don't know about that. That price range. Um, I'll tell you right now. Just because now you can get a spring drive movement in a Prospects watch, you can now say two to three thousand bucks is hashtag spring drive money. That's goddamn hashtag spring drive money, dude. That's true. Those, you know I mean? those Transocean uh, spring drive GMT models that came out. I forget Fucking the model numbers. Awesome. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm I'm, I'm like way too many Jaegers in right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I try to fantasize between three watches right now, and um, one of those is the Oris Diver sixty five. You still like that watch, huh? I still like that watch, and I, I like <laughs> I like that it can be had for uh, you know, for less than a grand. Like that's under that's, a thousand easily. Yeah, if you guys if you look a second hand, easily under a thousand. Yeah. Now, would you be looking for one of those forty millimeters or one of those forty two millimeters with the uh, circle in the seas as opposed to those numbers? No, no, the 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 forty with kind of like the big funky like the squares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, between that and um, this one's a little more money, but uh, I think they're gonna start showing up used because people got them and figured out that they didn't like them. Uh, and okay. those are, those are the Doxa sub three hundred. Um, interesting anniversary models that came out for the professional yeah. 
just just for the size of the watch but um you know that's that's also climbing up there in terms of price and what uh, was that like it's like 13 or 1400 or more no the pre-order was for about like 1900 god damn and that's that's a lot you know like i that's just a lot of money, dude. you know you got to think about it when you when you <laughs> get into the four figures uh <laughs> um Michael, I own a slew of $60 watches, and they're all fucking Russian, okay? <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> fucking 2000 bucks is a lot of money, man. I mean, I'm, like, I'm I paid, on... I paid close to, I, pay, I paid close to 900 bucks for my Orient Star WZ0017. The 0071, goddammit, DJ. That guy, I gotta think of a sexy name for that watch. The um, That GMT, the Orient Star GMT, and like, I, I was so afraid. I was so afraid spending that much money on a watch. Yeah. But I love that watch. That was totally worth it. Totally worth the play. Yeah, and then kind of I've I've been going back and forth between those those two. Um, you know, I thought about something from the Presage line, uh, as far as Seiko went. Maybe even the Sarb series that's being discontinued now. But hey, um Hey man, Arushi dial? Arushi <sighs> dial? <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't I, know if I'm that cool. <laughs> did I hear you say Urushi dial? I, 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 well, you know what's funny? You told me. I think oh, might have been on the show, or it might have been in like a dream, or it might have been when we were still working together. But you did not feel comfortable doing the black and gold watch thing. Yeah, I, I mean, r- really gold, um, gold as it is. Like that's kind of what's what's held mm. me back from the alpinist that I that I like obsess over for a couple weeks at a time and then I'm just like mm, <laughs> no but it, it's it, it's still an amazing watch but gold is difficult for me to to get past I, I don't know no, why. I, to- I totally hear it now because you you don't want someone to think you're wearing a watch because it's gold and flashy yeah but um yeah the, those those two watches I, I've been I've been eyeballing for a bit um hoping to find a deal you know wait wait for the right time and then Seiko fucked it up with this uh, <laughs> 62 months. You hear that? You're here, Seiko. You fucked up. <laughs> no, they didn't. I love Seiko. <laughs> please, please don't send anyone please to hurt our me. families. <laughs> yeah. So oh, man. I don't know. You know what's funny? I don't know. I don't know what my favorite brand is. I, I think it's safe to say your favorite brand is probably Seiko. In all honesty, it's yeah. either Seiko or Rolex just because you have uh, such a strong affinity for the history and for what they did, uh, not just for watches, but for, you know, just so many world endeavors in terms of just technology and exploration and flight. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I hear that. I don't know what my, I don't think I have a favorite brand. I don't know. I think, I think one day you'll, you'll realize it and, uh, and, and, hit me. and then your idea of a collection will change drastically. We've, we've always <laughs> talked about the list, the short list or whatever yeah. list you want. My mind changed <laughs> last week. Um, yeah, there's we, we, uh, I think, I think maybe, uh, at some point we should do a Seiko episode. I, th- once again, I feel, uh, pretty ill-equipped, but maybe, um, maybe we can get some help. Maybe another guest at some, some point. Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, we know a few folk who would be interesting to have on this show. I mean, we could even do multiple Seiko episodes. Um, I like the idea of exploring Seiko because it's just, um, I think <clears throat> it's easy to say people gravitate towards the brand because, oh, they're non-Swiss and they're different. 
Okay, sure, you can make that argument, but I think it kind of goes beyond that. I think there's something about specifically the way they not only design their pieces, like their their aesthetic perspective, but the way they just conduct themselves in the watch world. You know what I mean? Right. They don't give a fuck, dude. With, they don't give with a Seiko, fuck what everyone else is doing. <laughs> Seiko, I think I think what happened with me, <coughs> and I'll keep it short because I think we're 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 hitting the end here. But uh, oh, but I know. I remember, I remember when I was younger and, uh, anytime my family had to go to like a nice event, you know, you, you pull out the one suit that you have when you're a kid and that's the one you had to buy in eighth grade for confirmation. Um, dude, I just wore my dad's old suit. Shit. I look like a fucking Romulan. Like the shoulder pads were like out three feet away from my skull. You know what I mean? There's a giant, I just wore my dad's old suit until I just, until it just like, like melted off my body. It just fell apart. But this this was the time this was the time when my mom would make me take off the green G-Shock that I had and then my dad would say I have two watches. Um, okay. I have two watches and he had this this old automatic citizen dress watch that he would nice. wear and then he had like an old Seiko 5 dress model and he's like here you wear this one. He's like, just, he's like, shake it up. And like, I would see it running. I'd like lose my shit. So uh, that's my earliest memory of the brand. Maybe, maybe that's, uh, maybe that's what did it for me. But, um, possible. Like I said, I could have an effect. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not fighting that anymore. Embrace it, man. That's the whole point of being a collector is to sort of discover those natural inclinations and then like embrace them. And sometimes it's not easy. It's just, knowing what you like sometimes you have to buy stuff you don't like it's easier to figure out what you oh, don't yeah. like than it's to figure out what you do like you know oh, what i mean yeah. so if you have i done that <laughs> <laughs> so if you're what collecting watches and you just started or be doing it for a while and you're not really sure kind of where your niche is or even if you have a niche like don't feel bad if you bought a piece you don't like that's normal dude you know what i mean yeah so i hear you man i don't know i don't know what my favorite brands i don't know if i have a favorite brand i don't know if i ever have the capacity to have one because just I, I i think my my uh urology perspective is kind of weird i'm still trying to figure out ways to articulate it I, I don't really know how to describe the kind of pieces i'm drawn to you know what i mean but i think you're right. i think one day i'll figure it out and just burn all my watches well the the concept of being this obsessed with watches is absurd as it is <laughs> no one no one should should be this crazy to the point where you're you're talking on a podcast with somebody on the other side of the country <laughs> for an hour and a half no no one should be this obsessed about about watches but but i disagree we are. i it, i disagree it's passion yeah this of is, course this is what i think of and what i look forward to most when i'm sitting at my desk if i didn't have this i wouldn't have like like anything to look forward to except obviously like my relationship and like the life we're building but in terms of like hobbies i wouldn't really have something that really like got me going that got me like thinking that kind of fired different parts of my brain in a way that work doesn't so i mean like yeah, yeah. it might be weird but it's it's completely necessary plus it's much better than me like driving around killing hobos you yeah know I mean? that's 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 not not a good hobby <laughs> yeah dude hashtag don't kill hobos god please please people please don't use that hat titillating time pieces i'm looking at you man i'm but, super looking at you don't use that hashtag as 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 weird as weird as it is and as as absurd as this may seem i i think i think that'll kind of um 
I think that'll be revealed for you uh, in, in time, you know, as far as, as far as it articulating, you know, um, this, this kind of feeling that you have. So, yeah, maybe I was really hoping my favorite brand was going to be Orient, but fucking Orient doesn't want me, want me to like them apparently. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, you gotta. I, I've I've been missing that GMT on Instagram. I think I think you're gonna have to bring it back. Oh, I I, I put a shot up. I think a couple of days ago from Flower and Garden over here at Epcot. Yeah, that's just, that's that's true. Not, it's not enough. It's not enough, man. I want to see more. <laughs> I might have some more in the camera. I'll look. It's just. Or I could just take one at my desk so everyone can see my sorrow. Just take a picture of the watch <laughs> at my desk. We need to. We need to. We need to make an episode on feeling weird about taking watch photos in public oh my god dude i'm, I'm looking like a weirdo I, <laughs> and I'm we'll, just, we'll leave it at that <laughs> yeah okay okay yeah no we could i'll just say when i was taking pictures of my watch at flower and garden i just felt really happy that my fiance was there because if it was just me by myself with like four watches taking pictures like of the ground with the watches on them i i would look like, like, like a crazy person but like the fact that she was there <laughs> Like as my social handler was like really nice. It was really really nice to have. have yeah, her. I was I was gonna go somewhere today to take some photos. Um, but besides the fact that it was raining like crazy in Seattle, I was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be the dude in a raincoat soaking wet with like three watches trying to take a cool <laughs> shot with like a big dude, camera. Think think of the fake internet points, man. <laughs> uh, okay. All I do, Michael, is I sit in my desk and I think of creative ways to get fake internet points. You, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Kaz might need a new job already. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, but okay, man. You want to wrap it up? I wanted to, I want to talk I wanted to talk more about the Seiko 62 MAS, but I mean, there's not I mean, there's not any more we can really say. A lot this, of right this now. This is all just, we got. This is all we got. We got. Leaks, um, movements, uh, potential sizes, potential visual things. Um, and we'll hopefully we'll learn more. We want to do a couple more, maybe one or two. I have to look at how the dates line up, but I want to do one or two more kind of pre Basel episodes, just us talking about stuff we're expecting or like stuff that's been released already or talked about. You know what I mean? I, 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 I like that idea. I kind of think it would also give me the initiative to, you know, fucking look at actual watch news instead of just right. living in my bubble of of, of ebay uh, ebay pages and mercedes yeah know? yeah you know you are on ebay too long when all you have to do is go type in what you want to type in go to newly listed and if you recognize the first three you know nothing new has been updated You're like <laughs> like oh yeah that's the same one that's been there click all you know what i mean like that's like that's unhealthy that's unhealthy i know the feeling i know the feeling right? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some cool episodes coming up. Uh, so, and um, so yeah, okay. So we'll 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 start signing off. So yeah, everyone, um, definitely hit us up with thoughts um, in regards to anything we've talked about. Kind of your feelings and what you've heard about the uh, the Seiko sixty two Moss reissue. You know, the limited edition one and the non limited edition one with the Prospects X on it. Kind of anything we've said about British watchmaking. I think that's really interesting. I wouldn't mind kind of exploring that in the future. Like, what does that even mean? Other than a region of the world like you know what i'm saying so like thoughts on that um <clears throat> excuse me so yeah always hit us up email us uh tbws.contact.gmail.com that's two broke watch knobs tbws so tbws.contact.gmail.com sorry my fucking jaegermeister is kicking in right now um 
<laughs> also hit us up on Instagram at Two Broke Watch Snobs. Keep an eye out for our website. You guys will know when the website goes up. It is not up yet, but it will be soon. I'm looking uh, forward to getting that up soon. Um, let me think. Do, 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 do. What else am I missing? Oh, yeah. Um, we, we've been getting really great uh, iTunes reviews, reviews on iTunes. Definitely keep those coming. Um, really, really means a lot because the more... The more reviews the show gets, the more exposure the show will get. The more exposure the show gets, the more you know viewers we can get. The more more listeners we get. More listeners we can get. The more we can kind of just spread the Watch Fam love around because this is uh, something really really cool that I think that we're all doing together. Like it's not just Michael and I talking about our genitals, or it's not just me talking about my genitals. Yeah, it's just, just um, you. It's just me. <laughs> you, you know what? I, you know what I love about our show? The intro. It's just it's it's like oh you know our uh, episodes may contain like like vulgar language and i'm like yeah may contain it is it is a given every episode <laughs> someone's gonna talk about testicles you know what i mean it's a it's a given it's all it's all it's all getting fun it's all it's all in good fun most people laugh at my testicles it's okay yep. you know what i mean uh what else yeah so definitely itunes reviews if you hear the show and you dig the show awesome Always feel free to write into us. If you write into us, people have been doing it. Let us know your uh, Instagram tags so we can shout out to you. But also let us know how you found us. Some people actually have been finding us through iTunes search, which is where leaving us iTunes reviews comes into play. Um, knowing this stuff is super, super, super valuable because as we grow, we can kind of get a better idea of how best to reach you guys and how best to connect with you guys so we can keep doing these really, really cool discussions. And um, yeah, Michael, am I missing anything? I think that's it. And uh, at some point, we will establish the Two Broke Watch Snobs drinking game. Oh, my um, God. So keep an eye yeah, out for that, It's going to be, from what I understand, so far, the drinking game is anytime I say, you know what I mean, and anytime I mention Russian watches, I think we should also include anytime I interrupt you, which I feel really bad about. I think I, I feel like <laughs> you don't. I feel like I interrupt you all the time. Anytime that I have a brain fart. Uh, you have to, you have to drink whatever you're drinking, and those those <laughs> happen a lot too, and, and I'm sure people will know it when that happens. <laughs> I don't hear it. I don't. I I know. I know you say that it's happening, but I don't. I don't hear it. Maybe every time you brain fart, that's when I interrupt you. Like maybe we're like we're that in sync. There you go. There you go. It's entirely possible. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but okay. Here, I'll I'll stop talking. I could. I don't want the show to end because as soon as, as, soon as the show ends, I have to. I have to. You know, return to stressing about work, and I don't, want, I don't want to stress about work anymore. But whatever, it's we'll, all good. We'll be back soon, Kaz, and we'll be back soon. Watch, fam. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll start the sign off. Should, 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 should start starting the sign off. Go for it. All right. This is Kaz. This is Mike, and we're two broke watch snobs. Thanks for, thanks for listening.